podcast is part of the Sports Social Podcast Network. You're listening to the Paddock Blues Podcast. You can find us on our link tree at linktr.ee forward slash paddockblues. Or you can email us at paddockblues at gmail.com. Thanks for listening. Hello and welcome to the Paddock Blues Podcast. I'm Jamie and today I'm joined by Paul. You okay, mate? Yeah, sounds. Yeah, doing well. You? I'm all right. I'm all right. Thanks. You, you're not sick this week? No, I'm not sick. I'm just uh, sick with fear for Everton. Like, uh, yeah, sick with Woody. It's going to be, uh, yeah, Woody, yeah. Woody's the better word. It's, gonna, it's just going to be a, it's a tough week, innit? I just you can't think about nothing else. Uh, Staring down the barrel of a gun. But we'll think, get into that, won't we? Yeah, I think we are as well. Um, but before we go into that, we'll just touch on our last game because we haven't been on since we played Wolves. Um, obviously, we drew one all. Last kick of the game. Yep. Rest you at a point. It, at the end, it was a good point. I know that it was only because we'd have all wanted three at the beginning because obviously in the 98th minute, we're getting beat 1-0. They should be cleaning it up. And we snatch a point from somewhere. Um, I'll just get your initial reaction to that performance, if you can call it that. You're a bit lacklustre. Yeah, it was a terrible performance, wasn't it? It was all over the place. I don't tactically. I don't think Sean Dyche really knew what to do with himself. I mean, I know we asked Dwight McNeil to play left back, but didn't really have anyone else, did he? And it, but it's it yeah. sort of nullified our whole attack. Having Dwight McNeil left back, but basically nobody else could create anything. Um, I seen. I, th- I thought we were all right until the point where Patterson went off, and then it sort of went completely tits up. Then he, he's another one who's who, who just seems injury prone. Kirsten and Everton shirt. Uh, no, it wasn't a good performance. But as you say, at the end you get a point, and it's always better than than a defeat. So thank God other results went our way. Thank you West Ham, and thank yeah. you Newcastle. And well, Newcastle got the draw they needed, and it's our destinies in our own hands still. Well, that's it. I think at the moment, at that time, it was a point where everyone goes, oh, as you said there, it was good to celebrate it. And then about 20 minutes later, we should have gotten more, really. We needed more than a point. But then I think if someone had said to you, come Monday night at 10 o'clock, this is the league table, you'd have bit their hand off. So at that moment, it was a bad point. But at the bigger picture, it's probably an all right point, especially if... If we're on 32 and we're on 33 now, if we don't get that point, we're on 32. Leeds and Leicester are only one behind us. And then all Leicester need is really a draw um, if we get beat. So, but now obviously we know they have to win if we get beat. There's so many yeah, things. It's just mad men- mental, isn't it? I mean, someone was asking me the other day saying, oh, so if Everton get beat, can we stay up and all that? Or if we draw and the other teams draw? And you're like, oh my God, that's just... Everyone's head's kettled with it. You just need to put a, a mental picture of the league table in your head and try and work it out. It's just crazy. It's honestly crazy. Just going back to the game, though, I'll ask you a question. I mean, seeing Onana's getting a lot of stick this week. Uh, I think he's a player that we need to touch on. Um, do you think we failed Onana not having enough good players around him? Or do you think he's just he's just really young and he's just not up to the speed of the Premier League? Because he should bring that Traore down there, shouldn't he? That's why I'm bringing yeah. him up. He's, he's got to drag him down there for that goal. He's got to. Has to. I think that's an experience, isn't it? I think um, 
the inexperience of him not bringing him down is sort of letting him run. It is down to how young he is, I think. Because I think if Idrissa Gay is in that position, I know people say, well, he could have done it, but if Idrissa Gay is in that position, he does, and he's done it many times. I think even they think, you know, if Cody's or Tolkovsky, Mina, they just drag him and bring him down with a nine. I think he's just that young. He's terrified to give a foul away and get booked. But I don't know, Anana. It's a bit of both, really. I think we haven't done we haven't I don't think we found his best position yet. No. I think with better players around him, I do think there's a lot of potential there. I think that's what Everton have bought him for. Mm. And I think he could possibly get us out if you believe the rumours that were financially crippled, then he could be someone who's sold to save us. But I'd like to see him stick around if we stay up like but do you think a lot of the criticism is unfair? I mean, we as Evertonians are very quick to say someone's just shy. I, I do it myself. Listen, I'm not yeah, going to. I'm not going to sit here and say I don't do it. But the lad's only 21. He's come from another league. It's his first season. We're in a relegation battle. I think we just need to give him the benefit of the doubt. Me personally, like I think as well. Don't forget, he only played about. He only played a handful of games for Lille last season. So, I mean, he wasn't right. Yeah, yeah. So he's literally gone from a sub in the French league. To a starter in the Premier League, it's, yeah. for a twenty-one-year-old, that's a hard, that's hard graft. And he'll adapt. Listen, we can't write him off yet because he's only young. It's his first year, and as you said, Paul, we we've had no one round him. But I'll just touch on a player that I'm hoping that we will see. We'll probably find out tomorrow more. Um, Donald McCall won't do it. Do you think? I'll ask you this because I know you know we're all big fans of Carvalho doing on this pod, but I think you're probably. His, his biggest cheerleader, if you will. Do you think it is time for him to sort of go, we can't keep hold on to this lad? He's just, unfortunately for him and for us, there's no coming back. He's con- just constantly injured, isn't he? Yeah, there was. A, as I say, I watched it in the brick and he went down and I was with my brother-in-law and I turned to him and went, we can't keep doing this with him. It's just, he's of no use to us. And I love the lad, but he's, he's a, actually of no use to us. Injured players are not going to help you get out of the trouble that we're in. It's just not going to no. happen. He's just, his body's just completely letting him down. And we are, we're all big fans of him on this podcast. And maybe, you know, let's give him one more chance, get a proper pre-season behind him and see what he can do. But I just I just think he's, his body's just completely knackered on him, to be honest with you. I just think his hamstring, his groins and everything, they're just waiting to pop constantly. I don't I mean, know, we don't know physio, it's just like, he won't be playing this weekend, mate. No, that's him done. Is it, I seen that. I think the bobble part out is expected to be out for around five weeks. If he does play, he's playing with major injections. I, I just can't see it. Yeah, I can't see it. It's just, it's sad. Like it's really sad because he looked like he was in form and stuff, and you could see how disappointed he was when he went down. You know, it's not like he's like just get me off. He he just physically can't do it. So I don't know. We need to strike it in the summer, no matter what. We need to strike it in the summer. Yeah, I think we've needed a strike for the last. Five years, yeah. Um, but I just, I'm just. You think it's time for us to write them off? Write them off? I don't know about write them off, but I think if a bid comes in for him, a sensible bid, I think we'd be. It's got to be entertained. Do you know what I mean? Just purely for the fact that, what, what you get out of him? Genuinely, what you get out of him? Six, He's played six or seven games a season. Yeah, I mean. I'm sorry, I'll, I'll go back to it. People always say to me that Jaime's, you know, this, he was good, but how many games did you get out of him? 
well, you've got to have the same attitude. You've got to have the same attitude at me, and it. You're only getting these games. And I don't think these are dice players, mate. I think under Sean Dice, you need to be sort of robust. You need to be made of steel a little bit. I think I that's how we like Adams, aren't we? He seems like a like a Dice player. Yeah, like, like I don't know. I mean, that Jay Rodriguez, Ashley Barnes, they went sort of never injured. I think yeah. that's what he likes. He likes players, yeah, reliable. Will do a job, right, McNeil? That's why I think he, Michael Keane, and all Michael Keane suffered this season. But as soon as he was injury free, we straight back in. Um, but listen, now Donald McCarthy doing the wish him the best. I, I'd love him to play on Saturday. I don't think he is, but uh, Sunday, sorry. If he has to play, he's strapped up. He's got to play, though, Paul, and that is the failure he, of the board. Yeah, I don't think he can. No, mate. I think it's. A, I've heard a few people saying it. I, you know, I understand where it's coming from, strapped up and painkillers and all that. It's his hamstring, innit? If you ever had an hamstring or a thigh injury, it's just... You can't oh. kick the ball. You can't kick no. the ball. It's just like, it, it hurts too much. It was his oh, knee or his ankle, like like the Charleston last season. It was just, you know, yeah. like he was playing with cortisone injections into... I can understand that, but stuff like... You're using all your power to kick the ball, your hamstrings and run and stuff like that. It's just... I and just jump. can't see it. Yeah, I just can't see it myself. I think... You've got to write him off for the rest of the season, which is only one game. Like, but I think we can't rely on him now. It's time for the lads to step up now. But um, just before we move on from the Wolves game, the, there's the one one person I do want to talk about, and he sort of he went again. He went off injured. Patterson. I just yeah. think he, he seems unreliable now. He seems to be a bit like you know we're buying. He come in great, injured, come in great, injured in life. And then he went down against Wolves. And I'm just thinking, what's this lad made out of? I know. Genuinely. Like, he went down, smacked the floor, didn't he? Because he, he had a, he was in a mood as well that he had to go off. But I think it was Anthony put it on the group chat of when are we going to start talking about Patterson being injury prone? My dad's been saying the same thing to me. He's injury prone for a while. So hmm. I agree with him. Like he, he, he just seems to pick up. Bad injuries as well, do you know what I mean? I think he's yeah. been really unlucky, but again, you know, that's what we're relying on a Seamus Coleman. We haven't we can't call upon him. We have Michael Keane playing right back. Keane playing right back. We had Mason Allgate coming on to try and rescue the game with his long throws. I mean, it was just like the maddest, craziest game you've ever seen in your life, just to <laughs> try and get that goal. And he did fair play to them, they got the goal, but the answer to your question, Patterson, yeah, he, unreliable. I mean, I think we <laughs> You could look at every position for Everton next season. We need another right back. Someone who's going to play 38 games a week, like Tarkovsky. 38 yeah. games a week. Jesus, 38 games a season. I think I should like them playing that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But as you, I think you said it to me a couple of, a couple of days ago that you look where the goal come from. Look at the sequence of the goal. It was, you know, Tarkovsky headed it back to Keane. Keane squared it to me and the Mina scored. And you're thinking... Hey, Michael Keane is better up front than he is in defence. Really? He is like he actually really is. But he's got a twin brother, hasn't he? Will who plays for uh, Wigan, plays for front. Mm-hmm. So obviously they played in the garden when they were kids. They probably scored loads of goals to pair them. So stick him up front. It wouldn't surprise me if I haven't got the wrong one and he was meant to be the striker. <laughs> We've been playing in the centre half. Definitely. But uh, let, listen, what did see. you make of um, Mina's performance? I thought he was brilliant. He is brilliant, and I think he, we, 
we spoke a couple of weeks ago, didn't we, about would you offer him a new deal? And I think I would. Just, yeah. I know we're saying, oh, Calvin Lewin's injury prone, but I mean, don't forget, Mean has been around the team since Boxing Day. Funny enough, against Wolves, and he scored. Yeah. He's been fit, he just hasn't been played. So you've got to look at it that way and go, well, he's been training. He trains exactly the way as everyone else. And he's now forced himself back into the team and he's doing well. He scored a goal. Yeah. You know, couldn't do really not about their goal. And I thought against uh, Brighton, he was brilliant. Against Brighton, he was he was arguably man of the match and I was like, McNeil was up there. But yeah, he's a... I do think he will leave. I do think he, he is going to leave. I don't... I can't see them offering them a new contract, me personally. Like, I just can't. With the I think, money, I think, I think he will leave. Like, I, I, I don't know how I feel about it. I mean, people will say you've got to learn the mistakes from the past. Why are we offering players contracts and stuff? But just purely based on ability, I know he's never available. Based on ability, yeah, I'd offer yeah. him a new contract. But yeah. yeah, I think you've got to look at that, mate. I mean, if he was the third best centre half in the prem, in sorry, in the in the club. But on the second highest wages, you'd go, well, why are we offering him that? We've got two best centre-halves. Well, he's not. He's arguably yeah. our best centre-half. So you've got to say, if you want to stay, yeah, all right, well, here's the money. And then put someone next to him, like a Tarkovsky, and then, you know, get a new left-back, get a new right-back, and then we'll probably have the money for that. But I'm sure we'll sell someone in the summer, but we'll worry about that. Bigger things. Bigger fish to fry, as they say. Um, yeah, definitely, 100%. So before we move on to the big game, there's a couple of bits of news. Fuck it. I, don't, I don't know what game you're talking about. What's the big game this year, sir? I don't... I, to be honest, as soon as Friday night, uh, Monday night come, I have these holidays, mate. So I have, like, Tuesdays a holiday, Wednesday, Thursday, Friday, Saturday. They're all holidays, and I treat them like I'm a holiday. I just don't worry about it until I have to. Um, I think that's just the way I've been... That taught me brain. Stop worrying about it until it comes. Yeah, it's just it affects other it. people, doesn't it? It affects the other people around you and stuff like that. So you're constantly in a mood thinking about everything. It does. People can see people say it to me, go, oh, he's in a mood and didn't think about oh, everything. You know, it can be for other things, but people look at me and think he's in a mood purely because of everything. So Well, I, I, this week, funny enough, I was in work and I don't know what it was. I felt no, my stomach was a bit off and I felt I'm a bit sick, and it just texts me. Lauren, my bed, I'm just like, I feel a bit sick here. And she pushed straight away, don't worry about the match, it's all right. And it genuinely wasn't, it was just genuinely yeah. because I felt sick. But in, in, in that mind, straight away, it's like, stop worrying, you, you know, you're getting yourself too anxious. <laughs> I'm like, no, I'm genuinely yeah. sick. Yeah. Um, but any other news that we've had this week, I think it's a bit of positive news personally. We've spoke about these phrases now. I feel like they're a part of the furniture. Um, yeah. MSP Investment. It was on Sky Sports News now, so it's got that far that they've got an exclusive deal with Missouri to invest in the football club. Um, it'll probably give us the money that we need to just finish the stadium. I don't think there's been talk about transfers yet. They haven't really talked. I know the father who owns MSP is rumoured to be really pushing to be involved in the club. Yeah. He wants to be in charge of the transfers. He wants to be they're all date they're very data based as well. They call it Moneyball, I think. Brentford do it. Brighton do it. Yeah. Stats driven, basically. Stats driven, yeah. Which yeah. 
Why not? What would you think of that if they were to come in and, and build that way and have that sort of mindset? Would you would you be on board with that or are you thinking, well, no, let's go and get, you know, I don't know, I think there's only other way, haven't we? <laughs> yeah. Neymar, yeah. Messi. No, I think I am. I think I'm on board with anyone who comes in and actually has a plan. I don't think we've had any sort of, we've kids in a sweet shop and gone, well, we've got a 200 million to spend here and I'll have him, I'll have him, I'll have him. And they go, well, yeah, but he plays in this position. It doesn't matter, I want him. Yeah. We need players who play a system. Do you get what I mean? Yeah, yeah. So I say, why, why didn't we sign him again? I'll use his name, Neymar. We, you know, it's Neymar, let's get him. But you're like, yeah, but we're not going to get much output out of him. We could we could buy a, a more reliable winger who's, and we're going to get more wins and goals and assists and stuff like that. And it might look on the surface, you go, they're talking shite then, but if they've got people doing all the research and the analytics and stats and stuff like that, then long term it'll pay off. So, listen, if he's coming in with a plan, or whoever it is, I don't even know what the man's name, should have learned it before we come on, but yeah, happy days. I mean, I'm not going to get too carried away because when Mishiri came in, I mean, I went to town and got on the <laughs> straight away thinking Man City, well, Man C- the next Man City and Canal. Tend to York City, but it's just like, yeah. yeah. Happy days, come in, get rid of Bill Kenwright, get rid of Denise Barrett and the barrel, stuff like that, and let's see where we go from there. Yeah, 100%. And it'll be welcome. It'll be a welcome sort of investment, bit of a change around the club, bit of a lift for us as well. Um, I think Vinnie O'Connor said that on Sky Sports News that. You know, it's well documented. The fans aren't happy with the board. So I think new board members, new investments, maybe board members leaving. It's a new, you're looking at a new Everton, hopefully. Yeah. Um, I mean, but, this, Everton, this Everton can't get any worse. So, as I say, I'm tread carefully and, you know, these could come in and be absolutely diabolical as well. But change needs to happen. It needs to happen. It's got to happen. Yeah. And hopefully if we stay up on Sunday then all our focus can be on building for the future. Yeah, well, for the future, funny enough, there's a there's a player who just is extended this future at Everton. Just by, we, I think we triggered this one-year extension, the core, right? Um, would, you, would you have offered them more? Or are you happy with the, the one-year extension that you think, that, oh, that's right, that's what they should be doing? Instead of going, oh, there's four years. I'm panicking. They'll just extend it by a year, see where they are in the year and go, right? Well, yeah, I don't know. Uh, I'm happy with the year because we could go down and we're stuck with a player on 100 grand, the grand a week or whatever he's on. So, yeah, we've got we've we've triggered the extension and if we do get relegated, he can say in the summary, I will decor he's up for sale and we will get some money for him. Do you know what I mean? So, I think it's sensible, really, just trigger the deal. And if we're doing it well next season, then you can offer him another two or three. But, I, I get where people are coming from when they're saying, you know, we haven't learned any lessons with offering all these players contact. We need to get rid of them. You can't get rid of everyone. You can't. You've got no. to have a squad. That's the problem with Everton. Look at our bench. It's diabolical. I mean, if we can get a better player in and have Delay Decore, but have Decore sitting on the bench to come on, if, that'll do for me, you know what I mean? So. Well, we did, didn't we? we not that Andre Gomez was setting the world alight, but when I love Decore. <laughs> well, that Kabamon's still got a year left, by the way. Oh God, Jesus! Um, but when we when we got them, we had when we had Alan Hammers and Decore on. I think obviously for the first bit of that season, our bench was really good. The glory days. Oh my God! 
It's it. It actually doesn't feel like it existed, like it happened. Well, definitely. I remember when we bought. I remember watching when we beat Brighton five two, and I think Calvin Lewin scored Axel and Hammer scored two, and I was just like, "What am I watching here?" Like, yeah. I know we've just beat them five one, but we went on like a seven game winning streak. I think we beat Palace away when uh, Calvin Lewin scored and the Charleston scored a pen. Yeah, and I, I remember me and my mates on a WhatsApp group going, "Oh my god, you could win the league this year!" You know, we've got the best manager in the world, and we're flying. And then, yeah, we're here now. Here we are. Another, another survival Sunday. My fourth relegation battle since I've been alive. Fantastic. Uh, listen, I'll, I'll, let's just dive straight into it. Really, yeah. After yeah, it, it, it's horrible. It's just a horrible feeling every day you wake up. You just. Can't believe we're in this mess again. Um, it just can't go on, mate. I, I'm sorry, you can't. Are we putting off the inevitable here? To be honest with you, I don't really. People have. I, I understand that question as well. Where people are saying, you know, we're just kicking the can down the road. It's it's coming back again next season. I don't really care about next season at the moment. Just we need to stay in this Premier League because you know. I've talked about. You won't be able to find me on Twitter at the moment. I'm off there because it's just, just the information that my brain just my little peered or these will say I've got a fatted on this podcast. Like can't take it all in. It's too much for me at the moment. Exactly. You got people saying if we go down, we're going to administration and stuff like that. It's a real possibility. So that needs to be avoided at all costs. Yeah. And just, it's just, it's it's frightening, isn't it? Because I'm just not a nice person. To, I'm not a nice person to be around at the best of times, but at the moment I'm just like. I mean, it's fans. It's like, like you said, like, the lights are on, but there's no one on. It's just, it's disgusting. It's just that anyone who, who gets off on this, I've heard Liverpool fans have actually said it to me and work. Well, you know, at least you've got something to play for. It must be exciting. This is not exciting. This is not. This is like waiting for someone to die. It's like, and, and going to go extreme. It's like being in an asphalt waiting room and you're waiting for the doctor to come out and tell you that your loved one's gone because you're just like, what, or live. What's happening? We can't yet. Yeah, or live yet? Yeah, we can't see what's happening. Someone fucking put us out of our misery. That's yeah. what it feels like to me. How are you feeling? The same, mate. Listen, it's horrible. I'm sick of it. Um, I've got to be honest. Like the West Ham game when they played New uh, Leicester. Uh, sorry, Leeds. My mate, glorious sunshine, absolute glorious sunshine. All my mates are out in the beer cellar having uh, in the beer gardens. On the aisle, all blues. Like, I just went to bed. I couldn't deal with it. I couldn't deal with the thought of Leeds winning. And then I only got out of the bed when it was three-one, and I think that was like the ninety-fourth minute. Again, the, the the you know the Monday night on the the, uh, the Leicester game. It's like a depression. It's like you know you hear people and you go, "Oh, I just go to bed." That's what it feels like because I just think I can't deal with it. I literally, I, I said it to me dad, and obviously I don't wish this, but. Sometimes I look at like Southampton. I think, is it easier for them? Is it actually easier to be Southampton right now and just go with because well, they know the fate you mean? Yeah, it's over. They're not worried. They they're just thinking the next season. Obviously, people will go. Well, we could have been like Bournemouth and be safe, but we're not. Um, but as you just said, they're not knowing. It's horrible. It's just horrible. I, I'd love someone to just go. Yeah, mate, sniff this rag. And then I'll wake it up on <laughs> I'll wake it up on Sunday at eight o'clock and tell you. Yeah. Um, well, that, that's what I mean. I mean, I, yeah, I think as Evertonians, all our like 
I just we're, we're all on sensory because aren't we? I mean, we're all a little bit like I know me. I'm not going to be talking about me personally. I, I'm just like trying to pick fights with people, and that's you know what I mean. It's just like yeah. very touchy, very like because it's just like oh, you up and get to Sunday and get it over with. Just get it over with. I can't yeah. take this anymore. It's just it's just a waiting round. And you know what else is wrong with me, Jamie? At the moment, I don't have any faith that this team are going to win on Sunday. And I'm sorry to say that, and people will go, come on. And I will get behind them. I always get behind Everton. Always, always, always. But yeah. I just don't have any sort of faith in them to get the win they need on Sunday. I just don't, like, I don't. I think that's, I think that, no, that is, don't I think that's just sort of the battered, battered white, battered sort of partner syndrome, isn't it? Because you're just, you're just sick of, you're just, yeah. yeah, you're just sick of going, oh, they'll change, and they just don't. Now we've no. got to look at it. And I, I'm with you, but you've got to look at it. We've been beat by Fulham, Bulls, Southampton, Leicester. Do you All know of us win games. We've lost. We haven't. We haven't won. Yeah. Any game that we've had to, we've gone into and gone, we have to win this. We haven't. I mean, we went to Arsenal at home. We didn't think we were going to win that. We did. That Brighton yeah. one is the is the one, isn't it? That's the, like the wow. Have we done that? I mean, we just about beat Leeds. Let's be, let's be let's be real here for a minute. A wonder goal from Seamus Coleman. And I'm not trying to slag them off, but I'm just saying I just don't have any faith in this in this team anymore. It's just it's just shite. The crap. I, I'm 39. Yeah. Don't know if you know. I'm the oldest on this podcast, mm-hmm. but uh, I've just grown up all my life, and this this is just the norm for me now. And I'm it's unacceptable. I just want my team to win. I want them to give me some pride. I'm just sick of it. I mean, I was 10 in 94. This feels like that. I can actually remember that against Wimbledon. This feels the same now. Yeah, ninety eight was out of our hands completely. Thank you, Chelsea, for keeping us up. We had Palace the other year, which wasn't the last game of the season, I know, but we had to win, and it turned up we never in the end. But it was a good job we did. And now this one, I'm like, how many more chances? Are we just like, he's only circle a dream for so long before he gets sucked in? Are we just pushing our luck with this one? Because I think we're getting away with it this season. Honestly, I really are. We should be gone. We should be damn, in my opinion. Yeah, well that's. That's another thing I've been thinking about. Like, I think not a comfort, but yeah, it has been sort of a comfort blanket. Because I think to myself, imagine being a like, like if a Leeds or a Leicester, where you're sort of looking to go and well, it doesn't matter what we do, we've got to hope Everton. Because they're probably their fans are probably sat, like talking to each other, going, Everton aren't going to get beat by Bournemouth at home. Yeah, of course they do, are. Do you know what I mean? That's how bad we are at home, though. No, no, but what I mean is. That I'd rather be obviously in our position. Oh yeah, than, big letter. So I think that's the only comfort I'm taking from it and going, well I've had people come up to me and go, Is this it, Jay? Is it safe now? Is it this that and you're doing nothing to myself? And I've said it to all of them, if you can't beat Bournemouth at all uh, with that stake uh, with that at stake, then you deserve it. Yeah, you actually deserve it. So Do you know what I can say? All three of us losing. Because with all three are that bad. Yeah, that's what I could see happening. That would keep us up. Just shocking. It's just I. Sorry to people listening in and go, oh God, he's on his fucking soapbox again, moaning. But it's just it's a disgrace what this club have done to us. We're we're actually beaten to the ground as fans, and it's just it's just depressing. I'm just sick of it. It's boring. You know what? It's probably the best way. It's boring, isn't it? It is boring. Yeah. This football club is boring. It's the worst season I can ever remember. Again, I'll go on about how old I am. This is the worst season I can ever remember as an Evertonian. Ever, ever, ever. People say, well, you probably said that back then. No, honestly, this is it. This is the worst one. We have had no relief at all this season. 
It has been shite from minute one. We've had the odd little good result. Palace at home, Arsenal away, Brighton away. It's just it's just not good enough. And I know we all know it's not good enough, but this can't happen. It's just this has got to stop happening now. If we stay up, fantastic, be made up. But I don't know. I'm I've just I think from one there, but I don't know anymore. No, you're right in what you're saying, because you're not you're not you're not faithful, are you? It's not like we're going, oh, we're about to bomb. It should be 3 4 nil. No, not Manchester City. We're, we're, we're two places below Bournemouth. People have to realise that. We're in the best position. Listen, we're in the best position, as I said before. If you can't beat them, you deserve to go down. And I think that will be the attitude. Um, but, but you know what, as well, just thinking, sorry. Yeah. I mean, against Wimbledon, we went 2 0 down, come back and won 3 2. We made hard work of it against Coventry. Missed the penalty and they scored in the last minute. So we only stayed up in goal difference. And then Palace, we went 2-0 down. We had to come back. So fucking batting down the hatches because something bad's going to happen on Sunday. We'll probably go 2-0 down again. They can't just do anything simple. They can't even do that for us. Go out and beat Bournemouth 3-0 at our time and then score another two, second half. Done, finished. But you know what's not going to happen like that? It's just sick of this club. Honestly. Yeah, but 88. The 80th minute, we're all just we're all just bouncing. The the place is rotten. Yeah, I wouldn't do that either. Well, you're um, you're going in you're, you're in the you're in the box, aren't you? On Sunday. Oh no! You know what? We've waited 30 years to to get it a corporate sort of season, Everton, and this is the game I'm going on. Going out in style, basically. Yeah, Either going out in style or having. Probably one of the best days ever. It's that is literally it. There's no other way it can go. Yeah, I feel sorry for Anthony who's on the pod because he's got he's got two kids who are getting christened, and he's a massive Evertonian, and he's got a he can't even go to match because it's, it's a christening. You know what I mean? It's just like, oh, and I'm going to the christening, but he's giving me permission to go to get off to go to the match because I can't miss that one. It's just like it's probably the biggest game in our history. It is. It's the biggest Definitely. game in our lifetime. I've been to an FA Cup fan. Yeah, exactly. It's the biggest game in our history coming up on Sunday. Um, no, 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 with, with this kind of thing, that was just shite, rubbish. Go on, sorry. No, but the way you think about it, my dad and your dad have gone from Bayern Munich to Bournemouth. Yeah. They've gone, they've seen Bayern Munich. They, they, they're probably going to go from Bayern Munich now to having the best night. But my dad, my dad always says it, the best night of goodness and he's ever had. To hoping that Bournemouth at home is the same. He's just like, how's that? How, how's that? But anyway, they're for other days. All this, I know, I've done a lot of moaning here, but it's this is therapy session for us to talk about yeah. it on here. So, yeah, I'm going to get behind him. We're all going to get behind him. And let's and football's a bad done. game, mate. Yeah. Listen, football is in my game. No one, no one in the world expected us to even have five shots against Brighton. So you just don't know. Well, you I've know. got a question for you, Jamie. What from a we're not Bournemouth fans, obviously. What if yeah. you all wanted their players? Are you saying to yourself, listen, if we beat these, you know, we're we're not getting out of here. So what's their mindset going to be, or do you think it's just one of them? Where do you think there's enough security going to protect us? We'll we just got to go out and do our jobs. I think it's that. I think if we can make Goodison as horrible as it can possibly be, which it will take, which we will do, I don't see enough in 
I'll say this now, but I think we'll have the upper hand against Bournemouth. Listen, if I said to you, right, Paul, pick a game, pick a team to play against, you can pick two of them to play against at home in the last game of the season to win and stay up. Bournemouth would probably be one of them. Yeah. And that's no disrespect to Bournemouth, but that's because they're safe. They've done a job that we couldn't do. So I would rather be playing Bournemouth than be playing a Leeds or a Leicester or, you know, a Manchester United or a Tottenham. Even. Like, top people are going, oh, well, Leeds for Tottenham. Tottenham are going to try and get into Europe, by the way. They've, yeah. they've got to win to get into Europe. West Ham playing Leicester. So there's no guarantee them to will win, but we've got to do our job. We've been yeah. literally hand-wrapped, gift-wrapped, a present from yeah. everyone else to say, yeah, Everton, stay in the Premier League. It's all down to you now. It was also well, like you say. Football. It's like you say. If we don't win, then they deserve it. It's I feel yeah. as much as it's going to hurt. They don't deserve to stay in the league. If you can't beat Bournemouth at home, but as I say, all due respect to them, Bournemouth, then we don't deserve to be there, and we deserve everything we get. Would you? Here's another question for you. It's been a big topic of conversation on social media. Let's say we win. We're all made up. What are you mm. going to do at the end? I mean, you're getting pissed because you're in the box and all that. But it, let's say you were in the stands. What would you do? Clap you run on the pitch? No. Or do you just go home? Because I'm just going to go home, no matter what. I'm going, going home. home. I'll probably hug me half fella. Hug me half fella. And then have a pint with him. And then go into town and meet me bed. And just enjoy the summer. Yeah, I'm not going on that. Why am I celebrating you? Why am I celebrating you staying in this league? I know mediocrity, failure. It's got to stop. We've got to stop. We've got all got to change as fans. We can't accept this for any any longer. We've got a twenty thousand waiting list for season tickets. It's absolutely mental. The the club just do not live up to the fans. It's like the the scales are tipped massively. It's just Mm. or ridiculously. It's just it's stupid. It's just. They don't deserve any one of us. This club is sinking. And I know it's for another time now, but if we stay up yeah. Sunday, all of our efforts have got to be into changing the whole mindset around this football club we support. We love them. We absolutely love them. And they're playing on the fact that we love them and just treating us like shit, selling all our best players, bringing in shite. And just treating us like Moog's headlock gate. Oh, we'll go into it in the season review anyway. But No, no, like, what you're saying. I know what you mean. Come. It, it's it's this is it's all led up to this moment though, wasn't it? Yeah. All this it. this whole season's led up to this final game. Um I'm angry. I'm really, really angry at this football club. I'm angry. That for the being in this again. position, yeah. yeah. It's just and you've got a right to be, I think everyone will be. Yeah. But I'll just flip the question. You're an Everton player. Goodison's not a big place. There's only one way you're getting out of Goodison, by the way. And everyone knows no way you're getting out. You're an Everton player and you're getting beat 2-0 with 10 minutes to go and end up getting beat 2-0. Do you think you're getting out there alive? We're not condoning violence, by the way, but they'll be there all night. Let's put it that way, won't they? They will, they will be there till Monday morning, mate. Heli- helicopter, helicopters in the centre of the pitch, you know what I mean? Get them out of there. I'm not matter what happens. I'm not. Just, I'm just gonna go. Even if they go, I'll go home and I'll I'll go and cry my eyes out. But they don't deserve anything from us. They they should stay and applaud us if we do stay up. If they oh, go yeah. down, run, 
as fast as you possibly can run. At More than you have all season. Yeah. Well, listen, you know what? Like, I know we've had a little bit of a thing there, but that's only because we're in this position again and we're sick of being in this position. That's twice now. We were told never again and we're back here. But... Told never again in 98. Yeah. But let's go the other way. You know, we will get behind them. You will, I yeah, will. Of course. Everyone else in that stadium will. And we, we're going to give everything we possibly can as a fan base, which we always do week in, week out. But we're going to give it one last push. And it's down to them. It's down to them. And it's not impossible. Listen, I know we're saying we're crap and, you know, we haven't got faith in them. And we're right to say that. We, we, you know, why Why would we? Why would we have faith in them? But we're good enough. We, we're, we're good enough to beat Bournemouth. Uh, listen, Bournemouth are good enough to beat us as well. But we're good enough to do it. And... You just don't know. You just don't know. Football's the maddest game in the world. It genuinely is. So, I don't think... I was going to say about your lineup, but I think there's that many injuries. You'd yeah. be putting square pegs in round I mean, uh, What I will say, I think, is obviously Calvert-Loon's not available. That's what we're going to say. Got to go to Marigre front. You cannot play that Neil Morpé. You can't play him. You cannot do it. He is not good enough. He never yeah. will be. He's not going to have a Gareth Farley moment. He's not good enough. Well, so I was going to ask you, but obviously we know the striker situation, so you've got three of them, Gray, Mope and Sims. I think Sims, the occasion might be a bit too big for him. So I'd go at the Maddie Gray, personally. Yeah, Gray, 100% Gray. It's got to be. Hopefully Michalenko's back as well. So. Yeah, just about to say, yeah, I hope Michalenko's back because it pushes McNeil a bit further forward. Mm. I hope Wobie's ready to call it. These players need to be ready. They have to be ready. This is the Who's biggest right game. Back? Holgate. It's going to have to be, yeah. in it? Mm. Um, these players have to be ready. They've got to be ready for this. And I think, listen, people go, I really do, oh, we got, look what did Bournemouth did to us at the beginning of the season. Yeah, that was a shame. That was a Frank Lampard Bournemouth, by the way. Soft touch. Mm. You know, I don't know if people go. We're still that team, still the same team. I think we're a lot. I think we've got a little bit more metal about us now. Um, I think he'll be driving their own to them. You, you do know what this means, and I think he'll probably say that to them. You just can't get beat by yeah. these at home. You do realize what these will do to you if you get beat by these at home. You're gonna have forty thousand people. You can have as many squares around the dugout as much as you want. Um, but this lives, mate. It's our lives, isn't it? Yeah. People say well, you shouldn't get that much wrapped up on it. That that, that Everton's your whole life. I'll, I'll admit it. Everton is it? It's too late. I'm 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 gone. I'm in the hole big time. It's uh, Everton are my life. I've got other yeah. things in my life as well, obviously. But I don't think there's a, an hour of the day where I don't think about Everton. Half an hour in the day where I don't think about Everton. So don't mess with our lives. You're messing with all of us and just get the job done. Get it done easily as well. Fly at them first half hour. Get a couple of goals. Settle us all down. And we can yeah. um, we can enjoy our bank holiday then. Be sound. Be really good. It's only going to go one way, mate, anyway. <laughs> but, listen, at the, end of the, at the end of it, whatever happens, we can all walk out that ground. It's going to hurt. It's going to be horrible. But to a man, to a woman, to a child, you're just going to all walk out of the ground knowing that none of this is your fault. 
none of this is down on you. You can't put, you can't blame yourself. This is all the, the eleven lads on the pitch, and what the hell that circus at the top. But we'll sort that in the summer. Um, yeah. Obviously, this is the last game of the season, so we'll do. We'll get this out of the way. We'll recover no matter what from a hangover or just mentally. Yeah, we've got another one. You've got another one coming up. We're gonna get a. We've got Jay who lives in all the way in Canada who's desperate to get on and give us his opinions on Sunday. So we're gonna get yeah. another one out this week. Uh, and then reset. Go maybe a season review. I think we all need a little bit of a break from Everton to be to be honest with you. I think it's got to happen. Uh, it's just, just depressing, isn't it? I think everyone will understand that as well. So just keep the faith. That's all we can do. It sounds like I've lost the faith, but I haven't. I'm just really angry with them, that's all. I think it's the force of being back here, isn't it? Yeah. But you know for a fact on Sunday at four o'clock you'll be wired up for it like everybody oh, else. Big time, yeah, massively. Yeah. Um yeah, so we'll do a season review, hopefully. Oh, I don't even want to say I don't I don't even want to say it. you just don't know it's going to be the worst podcast or the best but yeah I'm going to jump on with Jake and we'll get Jake's out we'll get Jake's opinion on the Wolves game uh, we'll obviously have Sean Dice's press conference by then as well so we'll know a lot more um, but I just if there's anything you wanted to add me no that's it mate uh, obviously you know we're all going to get behind the team and out hard. And I probably have a major feel better listening to me. Like, but it's a it's the game of our lives on Sunday. This is it. This is it now. I, I did say it goes to the last day, and yeah. I was right. It's, it's gone to the last day. So just get behind and put all your fears and your all your troubles and how much you can't stand them to one side and just do your best on Sunday. And then it's down to them, eleven lads on the pitch, then to to do it for us. Hundred percent. Couldn't have said it better, me. So uh, hopefully we'll see see you next week. I'll uh, join, obviously join the one for me and Jake. That'll get out tomorrow. But until until then, mate, you can probably hear the worry in my voice already. I know, I know, it's crazy, isn't it? Um, yeah, for for the last time this season, up the toffees, up the toffees. Sports Social Podcast Network.